live from the heart of Los Angeles, the at-home edition of the Life Changes Show. Look at the bright lights, look at the bright lights, we'll be it's swimming when we die. Look at the night sky, look at the night sky, where the stars are always shine. And now our host, the MC, Matt Happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Everybody. I, you know, I have received so many Happy Valentine's Day wishes today. And it's been very special. I don't know that it's more than every year, uh, but it seems like it. Maybe because I meet more people every year, but more or more people are just getting into the share some love, like just share some love. And this is a good day to share it, whether they're in relationship or not, just share some love. And I was thinking, inspired by the conversation we'll be having tonight with our guest and frankly, the music uh, of our musical guest, for that matter, which is all about love, uh, that uh, I was thinking there's a Valentine's Day that that was originally, I think, intended for lovers. But uh, there's also a a Mother's Day where we share love with our mothers and a Father's Day where we share love with our fathers. But there should be like a I didn't know how to think of it or call it, but like a self-love day where where we we share I don't know how to say it. Like we, we, we love ourselves. We find love for ourselves or we appreciate ourselves. And so again, inspired by the conversation we're going to have tonight with our guests, I did a little bit of research and come to find out some people say that there is an international day of self love. And some people say that that is on February 13th, like yesterday. And I thought, well, that's an interesting day to have it. I think it would be interesting to have it on another day, uh, not right next to Thanksgiving, but I mean, Thanksgiving, <laughs> where's my head right next to Valentine's. But but uh, according to an article I found in the Huff Post, uh, they says here that uh, for a day that's supposed to be all about giving and receiving love. February 14th far too often leaves single people feeling alone and a lot of people in relationships feeling disappointed. So, hmm, I thought that was interesting. And then uh, some somebody else said uh, uh, the, the self-love day serves to strengthen a person's feeling of being loved so that by February 14th, they don't need anyone else to give them love. Uh, so, I, I find that quite interesting, actually. I, I feel like today's conversation is going to take this whole uh, feeling of self-love to a whole other place. And I can't wait to dig into it with our guest and then again, our musical guest later on in the show, right after this on the Life Changes Live at Home Edition. Have you felt inspired to meditate, but you just can't? Do you suffer from anxiety, but fidget toys just make you more fidgety? Want to replace negative self-talk in your head that keeps bringing you down? Introducing the latest self-help solution, Phi Beads. Transformational beaded jewelry inspired by ancient wisdom, science, math, and psychology. 
All five beads are designed to incorporate the powerful Fibonacci sequence, nature's mathematical formula that has shaped our existence from the beginning of time. The Fibonacci sequence, also known as the golden mean or the golden ratio, is recognized by our conscious and unconscious mind and resonates as order out of chaos like we see in plants, flowers, seashells, ocean waves, the pyramids, and in our own body. Not only beautiful, they feel good to wear. Phi beads can help anchor tranquility, positivity, focus, and structure in your life by doing the Phi meditation. Phi meditation helps you harness the power of I am for intention, affirmation, and manifestation. Affirm the life you want. Get your set of Phi beads at phibeads.com. That's Phi, P-H-I, beads.com. You are listening to The Life Changes Show, live from Vortex Dome, L.A., on the BBS Radio Network, with your host, the master of change, Filippo Voltaggio. You can hear tonight's show and all our past shows on our archive page at lifechangesshow.com, which include luminaries such as comedian Michael Collier, actress Gabriella Wright, performing artist James Hood, and author Ken Honda. Email your comments and questions to info at lifechangesnetwork.com, or AskDorothy at LifeChangesShow.com. You can also comment via Twitter at LifeChangesShow and Facebook at The Life Changes Show. Well, we are back. This episode we've titled The Most Important Relationship There Is, and our guest actually has written the book on it, and so we'll get onto that in just a moment. This is our episode 672. I am Filippo Voltaggio, your host online with our co-host and producer, Marc Lejour. I was thinking about that monologue, and, you know, I think they do have a self-love celebration day. It's called Every Day. Can't wait for this conversation. <laughs> well, perfect. Today is that every day. Today is every day. Today is one of the every days. Our guest is an author. He's a, a non-dual spiritual teacher. He's a non-binary playwright. He is Prasad Paul Duffy. Welcome, Prasad, to the Life Changes Show. Thank you very much. Mark, I agree with you 100%. That's what I was going to lead with, that every day is self-love day. So we don't need a special holiday for it. Okay, well, see, you two, I, okay, I, there it is. And that's our show. And that's our show. <laughs> well, also, you know, you, you led very beautifully, Phil, uh, Filippo, that people do have uh, a story about Valentine's Day that isn't always a positive one. They feel yeah. lonely. They feel they have expectations. They should find a partner in time for Valentine's Day or their partner doesn't celebrate it the way they want it to. Yeah. And it's not really about love. It's about romance. And maybe we can begin to uh, discern the difference between romance and love. Oh, let's start there because I, I'm feeling it. And I'm wondering if, if we want to define that or redefine it for people, because there, there's some distinctions that are very important because you've written the book on this. So we'll talk about that further, but let's start there. Well, the book is titled You Are Love. Yes. So already I'm defining love not as a verb, but as a noun. 
So it's a state of beingness. It's not something that you do. It's not a feeling you have for another. It's mm-hmm. actually our beingness. It's our essence. Love is our essence. And so people are looking for love outside themselves. And as I, you know, in one of the chapters, it's called looking for love in all the wrong places because it's not outside of ourselves. It's actually within ourselves. And that's what self-love is pointing us back to. That's the key right there. Well, the and the full title being You Are Love Awakening to Your True Self brings us right back. So our true self is love. Uh, which is another name for consciousness, for awareness, for God, actually. Um, I'm using it uh, for the creator. I'm using the word love as the source. Uh, the source is a great name. I had a church uh, 10 years ago in uh, L.A. That's how uh, uh, I know some of you guys uh, mm-hmm. from living in L.A. And it was called The Source. And the source is who we are. So love is the source of who we are. And then out of that source rises the individual stories that we think we are. And the source is oneness. The source is is a zero point kind of emptiness. And my book points leads the reader through this. I'm just cutting to the chase here. Mm-hmm. But the book leads you through slowly this journey of self-awareness, where we think we're somebody with a story, with a history or a her story, and that is, you know, been programmed by all the institutions that we've been raised by, education and religion and politics, what have you. And so we're, we're kind of taught to look outside ourselves for fulfillment, look outside ourselves for love. Whereas the journey of awakening is to go within. The, Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is within. So we go within through meditation, great ad uh, that came before <laughs> this, through meditation to, to be quiet and stop listening to the thoughts that are our program and be quiet. And in that stillness, Jesus also said, be still and know that I am God. And he wasn't just talking about himself. So this is the journey that we're all on in this planet, the journey of remembering who we truly are. And love is what every master, you can read them all from Jesus to Buddha, all the masters finally come to that realization to describe that which cannot be described. The closest word we can use for it is love. Prasad, I've never uh, put those words together with uh, when you quoted the Bible verse and then I, it came to me what you're saying also in the book is be still and know that you are love. And that's it. Uh, beautiful. And, and, and I think, OK, and so we know that we're love. Why is that? important is that a, a for our ego is that like wh- why do we need to know well the ego b- perceives itself as separate so the ego thinks that it is separate from love so it's searching for love outside of itself and it's suffering during uh. the search think about it we've all been there 
especially on Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And we think that the source of our love is a relationship with our lover, our child, our parent, whoever it may be. And we project that onto the other. And that other is not sustainable. It is not with us all the time. It goes away. It comes back. It goes away. It dies. Those relationships are not sustainable. So there's this deep neuroses and fear that I'll lose my lover. I'll be left alone. And all of that is disempowering and is leading us away from the source. Whereas true love, as I write about in the book, is the love that is eternal it doesn't begin or end. And the lover is a reflection of that true love within us. Mm. So uh, as Filippo mentioned, I'm considered a non-dual spiritual teacher, which means there is no other. It's all oneness. So everything you see is a reflection of your consciousness, your thoughts projected outward. And so all relationship is is uh, created within duality. And so this other, we're trying to love and to get to love us back. But the truth is, when we love ourselves, that mirror will reflect it and we will feel loved. But when we don't love ourselves, no matter how hard a lover is trying to love us, we don't let it in. We, there was neuroses, there's jealousy, there's fear, right? I mean, mm. people listening right now, I'm sure, are in touch with that. So it's a very simple way of letting go of all of that fear and neuroses and anxiety is by taking the focus from outward reality and shifting it to an inner life, an inner love. And then trusting, once you've connected with the inner source of who you are as love, Everyone you perceive now reflects that love. You know, Prasad, that uh, you mentioned meditation earlier and and some of what you're mentioning now reminds me of something we spoke about before the show. And that is so much of this is is potentially achieved through solitude. Uh, So embracing that is can be hard for people. So I have a whole chapter. Hello? Yes. Yeah, there you go. I have a whole chapter called Embracing Our Solitude. I think it's a huge step for everyone to discover who we are as love, is to have a period of time where you're alone. Sometimes existence makes it happen when somebody dies or breaks up with you or abandons you. Other times it's a retreat that you go on. I spent five weeks in a cabin in North Georgia, uh, Blue Ridge Mountains recently by myself. I didn't see anyone for five weeks. Now I'm living in the jungles of Costa Rica. I have one friend. I spend time alone to go in and connect with this source of love that I'm speaking of. But everybody has that opportunity. And meditation, as you say, is the doorway. When you spend quality time with yourself, not being entertained by outer outer stimulation, and you get to see this the, the, the belief systems you have that tell you that you are not love or that you're not good enough. All of that shame uh, programming, you get to witness it and let it go. That's all meditation is, is witnessing your thoughts, not believing them. 
and letting them pass without engaging in them. That's what it means to be still. When Jesus says be still, it means the mind does not follow the pattern of the thought when it rises and you don't engage in that story, which leads to believing you're somebody. You're a person with a history and with problems and with desires and all of these things. And now you're that somebody chasing fulfillment. No, when you spend enough time alone, as we're pointing to, you begin to see that somebody is just a thought. It's just an I thought. Maybe I'm nobody. And being nobody, I'm no longer taking things personally. I suddenly begin to see life impersonally and I get in touch with impersonal love. We have a chapter about this as well. Impersonal love is the kind of love that we're talking about. It's self-love. Personal love is romantic love. That's the discernment. You see? So I'm trying to say all this very quickly because we only have so much time, but it's much more in depth in the book. But personal love is the expectations and you feel like there's somebody to fulfill you or you're looking to be completed. Impersonal love, you're already fulfilled. And everyone you see is a reflection of your love. And you love everyone. This is how I live. I love everyone that I meet. Everyone is a reflection of love, even if you don't like them. You don't have to like them to love them. <laughs> but you're also not saying that that we don't need a, a relationship, like a romantic relationship. It doesn't have its value, right? You're not saying that. It's just, it's I'm like not, nice saying, I'm not saying it doesn't have its value, but I am definitely saying we don't need it. No. Oh, okay. To use your words. Oh, yeah, I am single. I'm in my early 60s and I am single and I am so happy and fulfilled. So, no, let's make that clear to all of your listeners. The idea that you need a romantic relationship or you need to come uh, be in a couple is 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 a myth. There are plenty of people, especially older people, but younger people as well, who are very fulfilled and happy without having to be married or in a couple. Think of people who don't have children. How many people do you know who don't have children and fulfilled? It's like saying everybody has to have children to be fulfilled. No, that's that's a lie. Um, although our musical guest has a beautiful partner who I love very much, and I love couples. I love couples, but I am not one. So that's why I wrote the book for those people like me who have learned to embrace our solitude or our single life and are fulfilled in that role and not looking to be fulfilled by a romantic relationship. So in a sense, uh, you, you're the, a distinction between being only and lonely, for example. You, That's right. Or alone versus lonely. Aloneness alone, right. is... You, you've heard probably aloneness. If you say it a different way, it's all oneness. Oh, no. So it's that same source of love. Once you're connected with your source of love, who we are as love, there is no more loneliness. It's finished. And relationship evolves to elationship. Instead uh -huh. of relating, you're elating. And so you're not. But I'm loving all of you right now. It's like there's love, but I'm not needing some, one special person to love me. 
I happen to be living in the jungle with a woman friend of mine, and we are doing the dance of relationship that even though we're not in a romantic relationship, but all of the stuff that happens when you live with somebody, you can have it with a roommate, you can have it with a child, you can have it with a colleague, all of those um, personal stories that show up that create kind of, uh, you know, the dance of conflict and resolution and, and how to communicate all of those things. You can actually learn them with anyone that you are mirroring with, right? It doesn't have to be only a romantic relationship, but unless you are really stabilized in your own self love, then you'll always be afraid that that relationship will go away or that you're not good enough or, you know, that neuroses, somebody's cheating on you. You know, that all comes because you're not uh, abiding in your own self-love. So even if you're in a romantic relationship, if you're loving yourself first, that romantic relationship will be healthy instead of toxic. Well, actually, I was going to go there. So, right. So the book is is potentially for people who are not in a relationship and for people who are even That's in a romantic right. relationship. And, and tell us why it's important in that respect. Yeah, because like I said, once you're based in that sense of self-love, then you are not vibrating on the duality of relationship. You're vibrating on the oneness of elationship and you're feeling the partnership, it, it's oneself. And the, the, the couples who are most in love feel that oneness, even if they're not quote unquote spiritual, they feel that oneness with each other. That's the beauty of a high vibration love affair is that you disappear into that love. The disappearing is this is the individual sense of separateness and you feel in the oneness you know two partners become one in the marriage that's the true high vibration spiritual relationship it's the people who are in romance with expectations and fears and conditioning all of that doesn't allow you to be in your heart you're in your head so all of the, what I write about in the book will enhance any relationship that two people are in, romantic or, like I said, working relationship, fam family relationships. You know, what's the name of the, uh, the show tonight? <laughs> well, uh, oh, you mean this episode? The episode yeah. is the most yeah. important relationship there is. That's right, is the self. It's the most important relationship is the relationship with the self. But Prasad can define this self, meaning the oneness. It's not the ego self. It's not the separate self. That's the false self. The true self is what they call in India, God. I don't know if you've heard of Yogananda. He's got that big, uh, they have that big ashram for him in L.A., right? The, the shrine center, right? Yeah, yeah. self-realization right. center. That right. self refers to God in India. Okay, so when we're talking self-love, we're talking about God's love. We're talking about love of God and being loved by God, the pure, unconditional love of God. When people are vibrating in that love, there is no fear. 
There is no desire. There is no want or lack. There's just this unconditional love and acceptance for each other and oneness and sharing and caring and exploring and creating. And I know people who have relationships like this. Freedom does. I was with them in Miami. It was so beautiful because I've known him 20 years. (laughs) And it was so beautiful to see him with this beautiful partner, Ray. And they are an example of an enlightened relationship. And I know other people, my nephew and his wife, who just had a baby. I know many people who are in this enlightened oneness, this impersonal, unconditional love. But also have seen many people who are in the personal love and they're together, but they're together maybe because they're afraid of being alone. And that's not enough. That's why the the ability to love yourself first is what allows you to have a true love with another. And I love how you said in uh, our previous conversation, we are the love we are searching for. That's right. That's a chapter of the book, too. So, yeah, I mean, I just, the love that I feel is so creative and effusive and it's in service it's 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 the kind of love you feel for a child i mean what's that love uh, there are people who have never experienced true love until they they uh, give birth or their partner gives birth and they're a father or a mother and they feel this love inside of them that they can't explain i don't know if there are any parents listening but i know you know what i'm talking about well that's what it's like when you fall in love with the self it's this it's beyond the personal it's beyond romance it's beyond valentine's day it's beyond marriage it's eternal it has no beginning or end that's why the the ring and the marriage i've officiated many weddings is a, a ring to symbolize the circle that's love true love has no beginning or end and neither do we if we are love we have no beginning and no end meaning we're not these bodies the bodies are personal they're born and they die but who we are is impersonal and we don't die we were never born and we never died that's the nature of god that's why i call love god source it's a spiritual journey falling in love, rising in love. You can do it alone. You can do it with an other. But everybody is incarnate and born on this planet for this journey. Would you not agree? I love it. And I would say if we have all that and understand it and, uh, well, having all of that, I, that that's a, <laughs> a lifetime, uh, a lifetime uh, exploration there. Would this be... Uh, on the way to achieving that, would that be like the secret to happiness? Yes, exactly. That's the secret to happiness is that we already are fulfilled. We already are that which we seek. Uh, 20 years ago, I met my guru in India who gave me the name Prasad. We affectionately call him Papaji. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the, he was the guru of Muji. If there are any listeners who know about Muji, he's super popular online. And he told us, call off the search. You are already that which you seek. Mm. 
And that's what allowed Prasad to wake up to who we, I truly am. And for the last 20, 30 years, I've been sharing this message with anyone who's willing to hear it. And this book was inspired by those who are living alone. My younger brother had gone through a divorce and other people I observed. And I said, this is one way to reach people who are suffering that don't need to suffer. If you stop the expectation that I'm supposed to be in a relationship or I'm not fulfilled unless I am, and you just realize that you are already the love that you seek, then you start from a full place and then you can mirror with other people who also love themselves and you can have healthy relationships or what I like to call elationships. Elationships. I like that. I am liking this conversation, especially today when I know that there are many people who uh, feel even like you said in relationship who feel like today didn't go the way it should have, quote unquote, or uh, could have or was supposed to. Uh, and if they're alone, somehow they they're a loser. Uh, so uh, to be able to hear this tonight and any day, as Mark said, any day this is the message for any day and if if this book calls to you you are love is the book prasad paul duffy is the author it's available online at online bookstores and also at prasad's website i will spell that for you p-r-a-s-a-d paul duffy d-u-f-f-y dot com p-r-a-s-a-d paul duffy dot com so when we come back we're going to be speaking a little bit more with prasad we're going to talk about self-realization and uh how this book allows us to be that a couple more tips because if we've been listening between the lines they've been there many tips already but he's going to spell out a couple of tips for us i trust when we come back uh, we're also going to have our ask dorothy segment and soon after that our musical guest segment with uh Freedom live here on the Life Changes Show at Home Edition right after this. The Little Dog That Could is the fantastically true story of a man and the little dog that came into his life as his mentor to help him understand the world beyond his human senses and to experience life, love, and healing beyond his human understanding. Best-selling author Filippo Voltaggio, who currently hosts the highly regarded Life Changes Show, is an internationally known singer, speaker, and life coach. Filippo offers up his own story, how one little surprise package in fur and four legs transformed his life unexpectedly forever and furthered his path of self-discovery. In The Little Dog That Could, Filippo brings to life the meaning of the adage, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Through the reading of this book, you will experience the journey of real miracles that transcend time, space, and logic while gaining practical tools that will help you navigate your way. The Little Dog That Could is available through Amazon and Barnes & Noble. For more information, visit thelittledogthatcould.com. That's thelittledogthatcould.com. Listening to the Life Changes Show live from Vortex Dome LA with your host, Filippo Voltaggio. You can visit us online at lifechangeshow.com, via Twitter at Life Changes Show, and Facebook at the Life Changes Show. 
Well, we are back. I am Filippo, and I have been corrected by our producer and co-host, Mark Leisure, who said, I said, any day. <laughs> Not, I mean, he said every day. I said any day. And he said there's a big distinction there. Every day, right, Prasad? Not just any day. Every day is a day for self-love. Love yes. himself. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I'm glad he corrected me on that distinction. I have to say that. Uh, well, a, a thank you to Colin Martin, who uh, introduced us to Prasad when he was in Prasad's play Revolution, the uh, the musical. And revolutionary. Re Le right. Revolutionary, the musical, which which uh, we all got to enjoy uh, when it was live here in Los Angeles. And hopefully we'll be live again somewhere at a theater near all of us. Uh, and then also to Samuel Kivash, who also uh, introduced us to Prasad. It was just an introduction that had to happen. And, and actually, Samuel said about uh, the book, uh, it has so much rich material that it took me three weeks to read it, a few pages at a time. It serves as a reminder of what is important in life and can help you get through the cold days of winter with an open heart while reestablishing your connection with source. And so is that the connection that one would say we are seeking through self-realization, Prasad? That's true. I love how you framed it that way. Yes, yeah, so the self-realization is not something that is a journey to achieve. That's why it's called realization. It doesn't happen through yoga or uh, meditation or reading books. It's a realization of what already is. We are the self already. We are love already. If you look for it outside, you miss it. It is who we already are. So my guidance to anyone listening who's feeling depressed or feeling lost or feeling anxious is just to take a moment to be with yourself. Take a few deep breaths and let go. Let go of whatever you're thinking. You know that great saying, let go, let God mm -hmm. and trust. The ego has trouble trusting, but the ego is nothing but a thought. It's one thought rising at a time. It's not this big thing that you have to be afraid of or that controls you. No, it's your thought. And we are awareness, which is another word for love. And when the thought rises, if we believe the thought, awareness becomes obscured by it. It believes that it is that one limited thought. When we don't believe the thought, the thought floats away and who we are as awareness remains. So it's not a mystery that people have to seek and do a long practice. If you just keep quiet for one instant, you will discover this blissful love that we're speaking of. It's already here. And when we're not uh, afraid, when we simply trust that whatever's happening in our life right now is here to serve us, and we just let go of trying to change it or control it or resist it, love presents itself to us in that moment. Didn't you discover that, Filippo? Every day. <laughs> well, every That's day it. I'm 
doing my best to. And that's why every day is self love day. You see, uh, you just find it. Uh, nice, nice. So I like how you say about the book, whether you are searching for a romantic relationship currently in one or have given up on relationships altogether. So uh, the giving up part, uh, we haven't really talked about that because what giving up on relationship uh, when when we need to have relationship with ourselves, because otherwise we're. We're disjointed or something, right? Yeah, I think I was referring to romantic relationships. Yeah, I know you were, but I, exactly, yeah. exactly. But I was taking it back to the, like, we can't give up on relationship altogether. You you titled this episode, not I, which I love, the most important relationship there is, is with the self. And like I said, in non-duality, we recognize that everyone we perceive is a reflection of our own consciousness. This is not something I made up. This is something that the masters have known in all the great world religions for ages, and that if you are on a spiritual path, you've realized it, that everything you perceive, just like at night when you dream, that dream is created by your consciousness. The same thing is true on this level. And that's a deeper conversation for another time. But to just trust that there is no other except for your own projection and so you can either project fear and then you're going to have fearful people coming and everything that's happening in the world could reflect that. Or you abide as love. And then no matter what's happening in the world with the current status and all of the various um, obstacles and challenges that are happening currently, you're in trust and you know Hey, how many people had to, during the lockdown, spend time alone? That was another opportunity to go mm. within. Mm. So these opportunities come when somebody leaves you, your, your uh, wife or husband's on a, a business trip. You don't have to feel lonely, like you said at the top of the show. Those moments are opportunity to go in. It, life will take care of you if you surrender. So the letting go really is surrender. When we surrender to what is, then life will lead us home to the self as love. And as we bring this wonderful conversation uh, to a close, you also say that we are living, uh, uh, this life we are living is truly a miracle. And in mm. connection to all that you're saying, uh, it sounds miraculous. Uh, how can we live that miraculous? Yeah, well, the miracle is every moment, every day. But I think the miracle for me is to remember who we are. And when the mind rises and we feel separate, and it still happens to me sometimes, and then there feels like a conflict, or there feels like an de un unfulfilled desire, or there feels like resistance or fear. The miracle is when we can drop that thought and come back to who we are as love. And every day, as you said, every moment is available for us. So the real miracle is the miracle of love when we remember who we are, in those moments when we've forgotten and the forgetting just happens when the thought rises and you believe the thought 
But if you let go of that thought, you come back to the emptiness of love. That's the miracle. You know, Prasad, I'm reflecting on the fact that you wrote this book, You Are Love, in the midst of everything that was happening in the world yes. at the same yes. time you were writing this book. Yes. That's why. I, that's really why it came through me. I um, I wrote it, though, by myself. Uh, in two and a half weeks, it came through me. You know, I was alone for that period in isolation. And um, and then, you know, over the year, I allowed it to uh, be edited. You know, I slowly edited it and what have you. But, uh, yeah, I feel like it's it's my gift to the world during this time when mm -hmm. people we can only be controlled by fear. So anyone who's political or who's an activist and I love you people. I love us who are activists uh, and who care about it's the in the world, musical care of. Yeah, it's in revolutionary. Exactly. And who care about the world, who care about serving and helping others and making the world a better place. But it starts with ourselves. If we're coming from fear, trying to change the world, then they've already won. Mm -hmm. Then they're controlling us. You can only be controlled through fear. We can't be controlled through love. That's what they all the great masters knew. Even John Lennon knew this. So, and Bob Marley, one love, baby. So love yourselves, people. And if you do, uh, just like the truckers are loving themselves, it's a revolution of love that's happening in Canada. And it's, and it's, it's affecting the whole world. Just these truckers in their trucks loving themselves and loving each other. That's what's changing things. So just know it's a revolution of love. And it starts with the self. Well, it wasn't the topic of our conversation today, but if Revolutionary, the musical has sparked your interest, you could check it out at prasadpaulduffy.com. Uh, and actually, what was the topic of the day was You Are Love, the book. Uh, thank you so much. That is also thank you. available online. And go to Prasad, P-R-A-S-A-D, Paul Duffy, D-U-F-F-Y dot com. Prasad, what a pleasure. Yes. And it's on Amazon like your book. And remember, yes. dog spelled backwards is God. <laughs> nice. <laughs> You're one of a kind, Prasad. <laughs> Looking forward That's to for connecting sure. again soon. <laughs> yes. And I want to say before I go that freedom uh, was a great inspiration for Revolutionary. He may not even know that, but when I was managing the band 20 years ago, I had the, that's when I came up with the concept of the play. And if you recall, it was a, all played with guitar. The actors played yes. guitar and, and, and the songs were a friend of mine's songs that I inserted into the play. And originally it was my vision to, uh, to put Freedom songs in there. So I hope still one day. Oh, but wow. freedom doesn't freedom doesn't like musicals, <laughs> but freedom. <laughs> I invite everyone to stay and listen. Freedom is for me, the greatest singer songwriter for me personally. And uh, I've given a lot of energy to his music over the years. And so I'm really honored and grateful that he's part of this show tonight. Oh, and we're so grateful you introduced us to him. So uh, look forward to him in just a little bit uh, with that. We have our Ask Dorothy segment. Dear Dorothy, 
This is Alicia in Houston, Texas. Once again, my heart has been broken by someone who I thought I loved and who I thought loved me. I'm so depressed and I'm trying to understand why people don't love me the way that I love them. I keep attracting the same kind of man into my life and end up sad and alone after months and in the past sometimes years of loving them with all of my heart. What's wrong with me? How can I find the kind of love I deserve? How can I heal my broken heart? My dear Alicia, in order to find love outside of ourselves, one must first remember to love one's self. To do this, we must first determine what love really is. We have learned from our family relationships what love is, and sometimes what we have learned is not about love at all. I thought loving meant giving and giving and giving until there was nothing left to give. I thought loving meant putting up with emotional and mental abuse. And then, thank God, I woke up and realized that what I had learned about love was not love at all. Like you, I suffered heartbreak many times. I believed that people had the ability to wound me deeply and to break my heart. Fortunately, as I began my work as an energetic alchemist, I began to see the truth about love. Counseling others helped me to see that love must begin within each of us and that unless and until we can love ourselves, we will not find love from others. As for mending a broken heart, I'd like to share with you a wonderful quote from Tara Diamond. Moving through the heart in both painful and precious ways, love mends the illusion that a heart can be broken. When it breaks, it breaks open. It never breaks closed. Love moves you beyond your boundaries to let it in and out of your life in beautiful ways. So please, dear, dear Alicia, do some simple research on how to love yourself the Internet, surprisingly, provides many helpful and wonderful articles and videos that will assist you in remembering how lovable you truly are. Thank you, Dorothy. And if you have a question for Dorothy, please write in on your motorcycle or write her at AskDorothy at LifeChangesShow.com. You know, I think we should do that from now on. When the, the Ask Dorothy segment comes on, we should send out fireworks, just like we had tonight. Uh, that was special. Well, and speaking of special, after that great interview and a great uh, Ask Dorothy, we'll have our great musical segment right here on the Life Changes Show with our musical guest, Freedom, right after this. There are self-help seminars costing thousands of dollars guaranteeing miraculous transformations. There are compelling speakers and life-changing weekend experiences where you can walk on fire. They all deliver revelations that guarantee you'll come back for the more expensive revelations filled with even greater wonder next month on Fiji. We get addicted to positive, heartfelt, expensive theater. What we really need is a jumpstart, an awakening. Someone who can give us a reminder that everything we need lies within. Through inspiration and practical knowledge, Dorothy Donahue helps people get grounded and motivated, inspired and energized. It's not just words and affirmations and the power of intention. 
It's a mindset brought about by a tangible, transcendental experience, an audiovisual, physical, spiritual experience that helps us realize we transform ourselves. We get tools to become the conscious co-creators of lives of unlimited potential. Find out more. Go to DorothyDonahue.com. Life Changes Show is a premier radio show presented by the Life Changes Network, which is a company whose team has dedicated their lives not only to positive change, but to helping others observe and embrace, honor, and even celebrate their own changes, thus enabling a more positive, inspired life and helping to create a more positive and inspired world. From everyday people, celebrities, corporate giants, and children, we are here to help and to serve with heart, integrity, and experience we bring our message and positive intent into your lives through the Life Changes Show, LifeChangesNetwork.com, and through guest appearances on other inspiring shows and events. If you wish to learn more about Life Changes Life Coaching, a private consultation with one of us, corporate or live event appearances, or if you would like us to appear on your radio or TV shows, please email us at info at LifeChangesNetwork.com. We're back, and our musical guest today is a poet. He is a musician. He is medicine, or his music is medicine. So we welcome Freedom to the Life Changes Show. Welcome, Freedom. Hey, you hear me okay? (laughs) You know, Freedom, I would love your, I love your name. I would love it if you picked it. I would love it if somebody else picked it for you. However, the way you shared your story, I love it the most that you were being called freedom before you even realized it. Oh, yes. Yeah, I was about 50 and they started calling me freedom. <laughs> Long before uh, all the wounds and betterment, you know, I was a pretty wide awake little dude. And yeah, they started calling me freedom. Freedom A. My parents call me freedom too these days. And so, did obviously it was you, and uh, so it defines what you bring. You told me that everything you sing about is love, and in line with our show today, it's about all different kinds of love, right, Freedom? Well, yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. they're all, all love songs. How can they be anything else? So, so, uh, obviously, if you're singing uh, about freedom as well, that that is a love song not only to uh, oneself, to others, but to the world, right? Yes, indeed. Yeah. Prasad, my dear, thank you for that. Um, He he said it all, you know. He said it it well. It's it's all love. I mean, even in the the midst of the madness, it's the love. And so you share so much of that love through your music. Uh, have you uh, d- have you decided where, whether we're going to get to hear two live pieces or one? Well, you know, these songs, they can go on. So I, I think I can do it. Yeah, think can? I, I think I, uh, I'll just sing it. How about that? Okay, so what's the I, song we're going to get to hear? This is Angelina. Angelina, okay. Yeah. You ready? Yeah, here's Freedom singing Angelina live online on the Life Changes. Do you hear my 
Freedom. Hey, hey. Thank you. Hear that you. okay? Yeah, absolutely. Very nice. I, I, if you're if you're feeling the vibe, find him at find, <laughs> find him at freedomtribenation.com. He's also on Facebook at Freedom Tribe Nation. So Freedom, I think it's yeah, I think it is Freedom Tribe Nation. <laughs> well, that's what I got, and it worked for me. So thank you that Angelina so actually wanted to ask you I'm glad we're going to get to hear another song and on our web yeah uh, created for you we've got a a video uh, not that we want you to sing this one but it's called Back to Land and it's uh, on Spirit from Spirit Revival right and uh, by the way there are uh, eight albums studio albums live performances and many more on the way i'm excited yeah, all kinds of stuff there <laughs> i'm excited to know that uh, we're going to hopefully get to see you live on the west coast one of these days soon and again he'll let everybody know you can just uh, tune in at freedomtribenation.com but what i was going to say is um, that video back to land i was thinking about land and i was thinking i wonder how much land he grew around and what he's really connecting with and then i read that you were born and raised in washington with the grand cascade mountains as your backyard yes, so indeed. <laughs> tell us about that experience growing up well that's the northland that's my home that's uh, i was born where two rivers become one uh, Skykomish River and Stillaguamish River. Skykomish, uh, make the Snohomish River. And uh, yeah, yeah, man. The mountains, the good earth, the good Northland, big trees, granite, bald eagles. I'm in Florida right now, which is about as far away as I can get from right there, but I'm going back. Oh, wow. Uh, we can feel it in his voice, uh, the, the connection he has to uh, land. Uh, so actually, so what are we going to hear next? This is a new one uh, called, uh, well, it's either called Yellow Brick Road or Where Have Gone All the Braves or both. I'm not sure yet. Oh, it, it's it's that new, huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, is it like a premiere? This is the first time on radio? Uh, first time on radio, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So, uh, uh, well, here is uh, Freedom singing either Yellow Brick Road or did you say? Where have gone all the braves. Where have gone all the braves. Well, um, whichever it is, we're excited. Uh, Here it is on the Life Changes Show live. All right. Thank you. Here we go. Let's see. Are we in tune? We're in tune. All right. Reach through the ghost 
visible change I am I am feeding to the flames where have gone the braves to Must I reach through the ghost to find the brother man? Oh, say, can you see all the slaves don't know they're in chains? Higher through fire, feed it to the gone all the braves people come on i'm here i am touched uh i read somewhere that um was written about you freedom is good for the soul well freedom you were good for our soul tonight thank you so much for being inspired to share that new song with us all and inspiring us by by singing it writing it singing it bringing your medicine tonight Thank you, thank you for having me. Yeah. That first song is uh, on the Bloom album, and I do it with uh, Sasha Rose and Tina Malia. And it's lovely, and uh, the one I just sung is, uh, there's a version of it up on YouTube, um, but otherwise uh, it's not recorded yet. Mm. And thank you for having me. Thank you, Prasad, for saying all those beautiful things, and uh, nice to meet y'all. Nice to meet you. Looking forward to meeting you as well here on the West Coast. And I want to remind everybody we've been listening to Freedom and his music. Find him at freedomtribenation.com and also on Facebook at Freedom Tribe Nation. And like he mentioned, he's on YouTube. 
actually he's uh, other places too. Look for him. Uh, what a pleasure. Thank you so much again, Freedom. All the best thank to you. Thank you. Thank you so and, much. And a big thank you again to our interview guest, Prasad Paul Duffy. Wow, what a show. Well, that's been our Valentine's Day show. On behalf of our executive producer, Dorothy Lee Donahue, and our producer and co-host, Mark Lejour, I am your host, Filippo Voltaggio, reminding you that as your life changes like ours surely did tonight, we're here for you. Ciao, everyone. You have been listening to The Life Changes Show on the BBS Radio Network. Listen live every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time and visit us online at lifechangesnetwork.com, on Facebook at The Life Changes Show, and on Twitter at Life Changes Show. Join us again next week as we consciously explore and embrace the only constant, Life Changes. The Life Changes Network is an entertainment network. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guests and participants and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Life Changes.